Hey wrestling fans, this is the 80s baby, TW3, and you're listening to the OVW Podcast. Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast of the OVW. I am Brian Hines. Jackman is not with us today, but we do have some other people with us in the studio, and they would be none other than senior producer Victor Anderson. Hello. And we also have another friend of our show, Chad. Hello. How's you guys are going? very, very low toned. You guys are like so quiet. Wow. Let me uh, let me see if I can fix. Oh, that. are we? No, quiet? no, I'm, I'm, no. I'm just saying, like in general, you guys just talk. That's like radio host. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, we have the NPR model yeah. here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 14 it's, minutes after, and I, I'm Tiny Brian, your producer, and I'm I'm also here on this. Usually, I stay quiet, but. Chad is, yeah, you're my daily bourbon. I am. Instagram, and I also want right? to say Jackman is still alive. You made it sound like he's not, but Jackman is still alive. No. Oh, no, yeah. He's, he, he is still around. Jackman he is, is just currently not currently in a secured location. He's yes. a healthy boy. Yeah. We think. Everything's good. We, 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 so far. He was so, just unavailable for today's recording session. Right. And a lot of what we, uh, we talk about here sometimes how we're, we have our studio kind of nestled in a distill, in a, in a bottling facility. In a top secret location. Yeah, it's a secret, it's a secret public facility. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Chad has, it doesn't actually work for us, but he does work with us. Um, yeah. Chad, you want to explain your role here? You're, you're kind of our de- one of our day job friends. So, um, yeah. So I work for a company called Rare Character Whiskey Company and I do a little bit of everything. So I technically was hired to be operations manager, single barrel captain. It's more of evolved into just anything that needs done, I do. And I'm kind of a middleman between my company and you guys. And, well, not you guys, but you guys in the sense of bottling. Yes. And, uh, yeah. The OVW podcast does not have an official relationship with Rare Care Whiskey. Yeah. No, we do not. Yeah. No. We're open. You can let Pablo know we're open for sponsorships, though. Oh, sure. Yes. Heck no. He'll pay me before you. <laughs> I guess you do have the bourbon content that maybe you should get no, the first sponsorship. No. no, I have told him we do need to look and do some sponsorships and marketing stuff. Oh, you know, we could get him right on TV in Louisville, though. That's yeah, no joke. That's yeah, very true. Getting him yeah. in front of a camera is going to be the hard part. Doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to. No. We can just talk about rare. We get you in front of the camera. I'll be on camera. I like cameras. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's kind of why we're here today is to talk a little bit about. Uh, oh yeah, what speaking of that, during our yeah, day so what job. have you brought us today, Chad? So I have brought us. This is uh, our maple cask finish that was bottled this morning. So this is a straight rye whiskey from Indiana, and was finished for about five months in a maple cask. Came in at one hundred four point seven proof, six point eight years old, and yeah, they did it this morning. It is absolutely delicious, people. I Which, mean, this was hot off the press when I brought it in here. That's fortuitous because the whole day when we were bottling this um, and looking at the maple cask label uh, that I screwed up writing on several times, Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I wondered how this was going to taste, and I am fortunate enough well, to let's, uh, let's, let's have done. a little toast. Cheers. 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 Ding for you, Brian. <laughs> I never get to actually do the toasts when we're doing these with other people, so that's nice. That that is nice. Give us a play, a favor, a flavor profile on that, Chad, please. So, like you said earlier, uh, for those of you who don't know, Victor and I were in here earlier doing a little taste sample swap, a little bit, of, yeah, of uh, some of some of these maples. 
And um, Victor brought up that it hits you right in the front. So for those of you who drink whiskey, you kind of know what that means. So up front, I get a lot of spice, a lot of baking spice, cloves, cinnamon, nutmeg, yep. yes. a ton of brown sugar. Of course, it is in a maple cast, so you're going to get that right. natural brown sugar. Mm-hmm. And maple. It's got a good bit of maple comes through on the finish. Uh, the finish is the last part of whenever you take a sip. Feel it right in your chest at 104.7 proof. This I, I feel like it's an easy, easy drinking bottle and great for, I mean, it's cold. It's 25 degrees in Kentucky today, so... Oh, yeah, and it finishes right in your chest, too. Yeah, it'll keep yeah. you warm. Which is pleasant. Oh, yeah. yeah what does. I find, I just, just, I feel like I just took a bite of pancakes. <clears throat> like, it's got that kind of oh, waffly yeah. finish. Like, the aftertaste is just wonderful. Mm. Well, I don't know if it's like, it, and some people say it's power suggestion, but like, anytime I have a maple finished product, I always do get a little bit like that waffle batter, pancake batteriness to mm-hmm. it. Uh, I mean, it really is breakfast in a glass, very French toasty with the mm-hmm. cinnamon and the maple. So. I didn't get that on the first taste, but when I went back and, and took another sip and kind of swirled it around, I got it on like the, the sides of my uh, taste buds and stuff. So I, I, I agree. That's, that's delicious. I, although I have to say my favorite thing so far has been the uh, straight maple syrup that you hooked us up with. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I, the summer. I still have about half a, half of a pint of that at the yeah. house. And I'll take a little sip of it every now and then. It's like, man. There's, a, there's about another gallon down there. So what we're talking oh, really? about is um, we get these barrels in. They are used bourbon barrels. Um, and I work with Seldom Seen Farms in Ohio. And we dump the syrup out. So syrup comes in. There's usually about a half gallon. And I dumped it out for the team here at uh, the undisclosed location. And <laughs> sent everyone home with some, some barrel-aged maple syrup. And, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal It stuff. is. It's I great. thought you were joking. No, I didn't. Yeah. Well, the first time you said, Brian, did you get into that a bucket of maple syrup, and I thought you were just pulling my leg. Like, who's got a bucket of maple syrup? Took like a laying week around? My, for him. My daily bourbon. That's who has a bu- bucket of maple syrup. That's right. Yeah, and he spread the wealth. And I tell you what, Thanksgiving and Christmas appetizer, candied bacon. Put that Ooh. maple on there oh, with some yeah. uh, brown sugar and some cayenne pepper. It didn't last long. All, all right. So I think I know where we're going to have in our candy shop. That's yeah. That's what I was going to say. This stuff needs to be made. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Oh yeah. Somehow I wound up with like a whole like corked bottled thing of maple syrup. I didn't get out of the the gallon. I just got I don't know how, but I ended up with a little oh, thing of they, actual maple yeah, syrup. Yeah, they sent me that um, for here just to share. I um, think I was just walking through the warehouse one day, and you were like, "Hey, Brian, you want some maple syrup?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Absolutely." The strange questions I get asked at this at this warehouse of ours. Yes, and yes, in fact, I yeah, do. Yeah, the answer is I sure as hell do. The good so, thing about yours, though, is it didn't have all the barrel char in it that you. Oh, I like got. that char, though. So, well, it's kind of gritty. You know, it is. It's, but, it's not fun to yeah. bite into a waffle and taste wood. Oh so. well, there's that. <laughs> you just market Shut it. Up. It's the wooden waffle. Yeah. So I think it's we should uh, fibrous. That should, was Brian's nickname in high school. I think we should talk a little bit of wrestling here for a minute. <laughs> I mean, we are technically this is technically going into the feed of a wrestling podcast. I, I know so. that, but we're, we have yet to mention any wrestlers, and I, I would like to say that a lot of wrestlers have appreciated uh, Chad's courtesy while we're here. Oh, yeah. they certainly have. Every, he's he's gave time. a few of them a, a shot right out of the barrel, and uh, a lot of them have really got a kick out of that. So we we're glad you guys get to experience that, and hopefully we'll get more of you guys in here. Yeah, yeah Jackman and I aren't really the draw. Here to see you, dude. Once Crixus came in, I was gonna say one word got out through the locker room. Yeah, it's all about. Yeah, it came. It became a little easier to get them here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I figure so. Yeah. Oh, you want to drive to Lexington? No, you want to drive Lexington do a podcast and drink whiskey from barrel? Oh hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's not a hard sale. Yeah. We need to put that on the whiskey tour. We should just open that up to the public. Come to a podcast and drink some whiskey. I mean, everybody wants to do that. No, why not? Get yeah. paid to record a podcast with someone else. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a business plan. <laughs> <laughs>
So, so go you've got an Al Snow story. I do. Not to mention the uh, pictures that uh, we took when you were here recreating the picture that you wanted to bring when he was here in the studio, but were unable to. But he was cool enough to recreate the picture with you however many years later. And uh, what was your Al Snow story? What's your experience? So this would have been 21 years ago. Uh, at, at high school. Um, you were a wee lad 21 years ago. 11 years old. 11, 11 or 12. 11 or 12. So 20, 21 years ago. Uh, we had a, I was a father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. <laughs> but we had to put on a wrestling event, and I believe it was OVW, like when they were doing the territorial thing. I could be way wrong on that, so just you don't attack me if, if I'm wrong. But I think it was OVW. Anyway, Al Snow was the, the, the professional hired talent that we brought in, and he was doing pictures with people. But, you know, it was with a Polaroid, and we were real high tech. And um, basically everyone walked in, you stand next to Al Snow, Get your Polaroid. For some reason, whenever I walked in, he put me in a headlock. Scared the crap out of me because I was like 11, 12 years old. And the, dude, the dude's arms are like the size of my head, yeah. first off. I mean, he's yeah. been here recently. Al Snow's impressive. And his arms yeah. are even bigger now. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, snapped the Polaroid. And I actually had it hung on my wall until I moved, even through college, had it on my wall until I moved out of my parents' house. And my dad's the collector of all things, um, whatever, from childhood, and I just uh, I know he's got it somewhere, and I was trying to get him to find it because I told him, actually I didn't say, "Hey, Al Snow's coming." I was just like, "Hey, I really, 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 really like I need that picture. Yeah. I have to have it." And he he looked and looked and looked, and he's like, "Dude, it's one Polaroid and like probably a hundred boxes in a storage unit. I can't find it." <laughs> so whenever Al Snow came, um, he was gracious enough to punch me in the face and put me in a headlock so we could recreate not one but two photos. Yeah. And we have carefully my, documented those as well. They are yes. epic, by but the way. Now this gives me an excuse to actually post one of those on our official Absolutely. social media. Oh, yeah. So I really, here's a random person getting punched yeah. by Al Snow. Oh, it's, now it's I my it. daily oh. bourbon. Come it's on. Chad. It's not a random yeah, everybody person. Everybody knows well, Chad. Not everyone. But not yet. Everybody they in this now. room. They will now. They will now. That's right. But it was fun. And he was super genuine, super nice. Um, and I mean, I, I didn't, I wasn't even going to bother him with it, but you. Uh, decided to hop in and and Look, ask him for on behalf of me because I was just happy to be here and see the man. Yeah, because he he was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. You know, just the whole Attitude Era and the you know the hardcore title and all the matches he did and all that kind of stuff because he was just one of the best and he could sell like crazy. So just seeing him, which now he's like two and a half times bigger than he used to be, which is I, I know. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a tank and not fat. Like, oh, no. No, no, no. He's, he's ripped. built, man. Yeah, he's I was dead. watching some old Al Snow footage, and I forgot that he was basically a cruiserweight once upon a time. Kind of, yeah. He was not that big. But now the man is, yeah. The man came into our studio and took up three quarters of it all by himself. <laughs> he did. Pretty much. <laughs> I know, seeing him just sitting there all squabbled over, I thought it was pretty funny. When yeah, he and he'd shake your hand with those gigantic oh mitts God, that dude, he calls hands. Yeah, what, that was one thing I noticed for sure. He has hands like my dad. Yeah. And that, when I shook hands with him, it was like, "Oh, hello, Dad." <laughs> this handshake is nostalgic. Yeah, it was. You call him Daddy Snow. No, I'm not doing <laughs> I think he gets enough of that from the talent. Yeah, I'm sure he does. So, Chad, have, uh, tell us a little bit about your your. You got an Al Snow story, and you 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 follow wrestling very much. You tell me about kind of your your wrestling story a little bit. So, I mean, I was into wrestling for. Year like it, so now I don't watch it. I pretty much just do highlights. But right. 
I do enjoy wrestling, but um, I mean, here coming to Lexington when I was younger, I mean, as a kid, we'd go to Rupp and see all the shows. Yeah, and I mean, like for whatever reason, one person who always stuck out to me just because we sat so close to the ring was seeing someone like Viscera. Viscera was huge. Like, oh just yeah, I tall. Bet. And just massive person. And that's back when, you know, during the Attitude-ish era, in the early 2000s, or like right at the end of it, house shows were a little bit different than what they do today. They're, they're just as wild as what they put on TV. So, I mean, right. you have table matches and hardcore. And if, Well, back in the day, those, those house shows were basically rehearsals for Raw. So you would yeah. basically see the whole Raw program yeah. if you went to the Raw house a, show. A lot of times they were on Sundays or Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, that's true because, you know, we'd – I, I, and they would do title wins and title losses at house shows, you know, like the New Age Outlaws dropped the tag t- tag titles at one point, and then you know you watch Raw and it's like they got them back, you know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, as a kid, oh you, it, oh you didn't know. Yeah, as a, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to scream. But uh, yeah. I can't remember that exactly, or I would do that for you. Yeah. Anyway. Nobody likes it when I scream on here. I, mean, I don't ever scream. You, God and baby you, Jesus. You hear no. how slow and subtle our voices are. They get mad at me if I just raise my octave just a little. It's because you blast my It's damn not just a little. Out. Just let's be clear. No. Well, see, I'm a loud talker. So, like, I'm trying not to lean too far in. So, it's, it's, you guys feel free like, to get in there. Yeah. It's like, uh, this is very much a, like, thank you for tuning in and welcome to the OVW podcast. Like, you guys are so quiet. Yeah. I, I like <laughs> leaning into the NPR. We're subtle. Yeah, which is, which works real well in wrestling, you know. You love a guy who's like, if you smell, <laughs> what the rock <laughs> is cooking. Speaking of, yeah. So I'm not going to talk about. We don't do that much. No, here. no, no, not much. But I'm going. I'll speak about the individual. Yeah, and not the Rock returned yeah. to a certain program, right? A Connecticut-based uh, entertainment I didn't, company's program. I didn't make the connection until. But I was thinking about it at the time because he was The Rock was on Monday, mm-hmm. and he was talking to another former champion. Sure. And uh, the other former champion in this case was Jinder Mahal, mm-hmm. and he was uh, doing a very anti-American um, spiel, and that made me think of the Iron Sheik. Right. So when The Rock came on, I realized that, yeah, that was essentially like one of his uncles. The I sheep? mean, if you've not like in blood, but right. if you've ever seen Young Rock, mm-hmm. the guy who plays the Iron Sheik does a it. hell of a job. Oh, okay. Mm. And he was very close with Rocky's family mm. growing up. So he looked at him as an uncle and did a spot on uh, Iron Sheik impression which I really appreciated being that we just talked about doing a 40th anniversary a 40th anniversary watch of the Hogan Iron Sheik title match which launched WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Was that WrestleMania 1? No. no. It launched Hulk Hogan's career when mm-hmm. he won the title. I thought that was WrestleMania 3 with the with Andre. Well, no, he was already big. He was already the champion. Yeah, he was already so big. Was I think 2 and 3 were both Andre, with Andre. Huh? Mm-hmm. Weren't like two, weren't Okay, 1 was Hogan and Mr. T versus yeah. Piper and Orton. With Cindy Lauper in the corner. Yeah. Two was Hogan versus that. Bundy. 
Right. First, uh, and that's when they did the silly thing where they were like three locations, one in L.A. or something. Yeah, some satellite and didn't, WrestleMania. And then Bundy yeah. and Hogan were in a cage, right? The big blue yep. cage, yes. Yeah, yeah, I liked them. That's right. That's a cage right. I miss. I yeah. wish they still did the blue, big blue too. cage. That was my favorite out of all of them. But I just wanted to make mention of that, that we had spoken about the Iron Sheik earlier in the, in the week, and he happened to come up on uh, Monday night right after we got done talking about it. So I just kind of felt like it was – one of those oddly specific things that uh, comes up, like we talked about it, and boom, somebody well, talks about the Iron Sheik. Cheers to the Iron Sheik. Cheers to the Iron Sheik. Jabronis. Jabronis. My <laughs> <laughs> drink of water. I'm out of whiskey. That's okay. I'm having water in a whiskey glass. You can have more whiskey. If you watch the Al have Snow j- interview, folks, yeah, Al goes for every bit of whiskey on the table. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we started the, with that Iowa bourbon, which came from you because you'd won oh, that yeah, in the yeah. auction. Oh, yeah. that, that's been very popular. No, the, I didn't win that in an auction. I uh, thought, well, where'd you get that? I know that came no, from Slipknot. That came from yeah, Slipknot. That's Cedar Ridge. Um, that is, uh, it's, everyone calls it Slipknot whiskey. But yeah, it, um, it's from Cedar Ridge and Clown or Sean Cran from Slipknot actually helped blend that. Uh, I just wasn't a huge fan of it. That's good. Thank um, you. It, it is good. It's just not my profile. Here yeah. you are, sir. But well, it is, it's sweet. It's corn whiskey, so it's meant to be your super sweet. And uh... So, yeah, every interview where you've heard or, or, or seen uh, our, our hosts and our wrestlers, our, our guests, toasting, that's always been whiskey provided by Chad, either directly from Rare Character or he also just being the kind gentleman that he is, he just brings in random bottles he thinks we li- will like and leaves well, he, them around the office. He's so. a connoisseur. It's good, really just good whiskey. Clean up my floor. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, he's like he's just literally running out of space for more bottles. So he's like, yeah, bring one here and then hell I'll with it. I'll take it to one. them. They'll drink anything. <laughs> Give it to Mikey. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so as we start to move towards the end of this, I do want to bring one thing up uh, because for those of you who are listening to this, the day of release today is the day that OVW returns for 2024. Oh yeah, that's on tonight. Awesome. Yeah, return. Yeah, so. Big matches. There's going to be like a six-woman uh, match for who got like the winner gets to enter thirtieth. No, they said ten. Well, it could be ten. No, who gives a shit about entry ten? I didn't understand that. I think there's only ten women in the women's royal rumble. Oh, okay. okay. Women's not. So this is for the thirtieth spot. Now that yeah. makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, the men are doing a the and the other thing that interests me and 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 is that it's Joe Mack. Versus Luke Curtis, I'm excited for that. that. And yeah. the fir- and the winner goes in thirtieth, and the loser goes in first. That's Ooh. awesome! Oh wow, I love it. Yeah, mm. it's and and they've 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 tagged forever. Like, wow, that's never- that almost makes it hard to see who to root for. I'm always on Luke, but yeah. I, I don't most like I mean, to see Joe Mack go the whole route. To see how far he can go, though. No, my money's on uh, Certified Baby. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, I'm no. with you. <laughs> So, yeah, the, the, lots of interesting matches. And, and now, like, because before I was like, so they're going to do, ta- do a pay-per-view. They're going to have one episode, and then they're going to have another pay-per-view? This confused me. But now that I see that this one episode is all about setting things up and making it, it's basically setting up the, the Rumble. The Nightmare Rumble. Yeah, setting yeah. the table. Yeah. So I'm excited. We, Brian and I will be there uh, along with Jackman. 
Uh, we'll be there at Davis Arena this evening. Uh, if you're listening to this on day one, if you're coming out, look for us. We'd love to say hi. You mean tomorrow? Today's Wednesday, dude. Yeah, we're not releasing this till tomorrow. Oh, my bad. Okay. Yeah, you so were with me in the bit for a minute. Suspension <laughs> of disbelief has I'm sorry, been screwed. I, I, yes. That's not the first joke I've learned in my life. So Full disclosure, we are recording this on Wednesday afternoon. Yes. Oh, sorry. It's wow. fine. If that's wow. the worst wow. thing that happens today, we'll all be fine, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Chad, uh, give us your give us your social media. Where can people follow you on the various interwebs? Um, the only thing I put effort into is Instagram. I am at my daily bourbon on there. Um, yeah, feel free to follow DM. We'll chit chat and talk about old uh, wrestling days back whenever he's going to Aberdeen. That's right. Yeah. Before we wrap this up, that's an oddly specific kind of thing. Chad had been here for months and. Mm-hmm. Just the pleasantries, hello, nice to see you, how was your weekend, that sort of thing. And there was a day when there was nobody here, and we got to talking about wrestling. And I told him where I was from. I'm from southern Ohio, a town called Ripley, Ohio. And he looked at me, and his eyes lit up, and he's like, no shit, really? And I said, yeah, why? And he said, I grew up in Manchester, which is about how far? 20 minutes, 30 minutes? 20 20 to 30 minutes away. Yeah. You know? So we grew up in the same area. A couple of useless nuts. Yeah. A couple of Buckeyes. Uh, I got your useless nuts right here, pal. Hans doesn't appreciate the useless nut joke. That's why I say it, at least least bi-yearly. Yeah. Bi-yearly, my ass. (laughs) Every other day, folks. Chad, thanks for joining us no, today. Thanks, yes, Chad. thank no, you thanks, so much. We appreciate it. Yeah. Great to get me, to know you a little bit. Great to get Victor on mic one. Everyone. Oh yeah, I forgot that I'm here, but I'm not really a guest though. <laughs> no, you're I'm just, not a guest. I'm part of. The, I'm part of the. I'm like the silent. You get Victor tested out. He forgot where he was for a minute. I did. Oh, sorry, I forgot. He's been drinking a lot of. Follow my finger. Brian, get us out of here. The OVW Podcast, the 10th Carney Award-nominated unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling, is produced by Blacklight Moon Productions at Nuthouse Studios in Lexington, Kentucky. The OVW Podcast team in this case is Brian Hines, Jackman Oaks is in absentia. We also have senior producer Victor Anderson. We have My Daily Bourbon. You forgot Victor's last name for a second, didn't you? I did not. Okay. I'm just trying to make this up as I go along. And oh, good job. Of, no, keep going. He's improvising. He's doing jazz with our clothes. Well, see, <laughs> we'll see if he remembers your last name, Chad. That's just, that's yeah, what I, I was waiting it. for. Do you it's, know it, Hans? It's Watson. It, it is. is Watson, uh, yeah. yes. That's right. Anyway. Executive producer is Tiny Brian K. Woodard. Woodard. Watered. Uh, watered. Woodward or watered. Whatever. Woodward. Woodward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything but that. Anything I, I'm going to that. start telling people that that is your real last name just to be a dick and make you <laughs> clean up the mess. <laughs> that would be if you ready some heat, folks. I, I'm kidding. I probably <laughs> won't do that, as far as you know. Uh, after watching Net- wrestlers on Netflix, visit ovwpodcast.com slash podcasters to find all episodes of our unofficial wrestlers after show. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, rate us five stars, and give us a review. You can also follow us at OVW Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, X, TikTok, and Instagram, wherever you damn well please. Thank you very much for listening. That's been great. Have a good night. Have a good night. See you.